You are listening to the Self Image Experience Podcast, and I am your host, Chloe Rosam. Hi, how are you doing, my friend? I hope you're having a beautiful Friday so far. If you're listening on the day this is released, if not, then I hope whatever day it is for you is going fantastic. So today, it's episode 11, by the way. We've surpassed episode 10. Last week, we were celebrating making it past all of the, whatever Google said for the percentages of podcasts that make it past that point. So we're hitting numbers, y'all. We're hitting the numbers. So we're at episode 11. We've surpassed it. And what I want to talk about today is finding your purpose and feeling fulfilled. So I used to have this feeling and I'd wake up with it like pretty much every day. I don't really remember when it started, but I know it was around when I was 20, 21. Like when I graduated from school and I had kind of like stepped out into really living in the real world. I wasn't in school anymore. I wasn't a student. I was living out on my own and I was working in a real big girl job. And I remember this feeling and it wasn't about the immediate life that I was living because I already knew at that point that that wasn't what I wanted to do. (laughs) I had just graduated and I was like, nope, I already know this is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. Super stoked to be doing it now and, you know, having a real paycheck and, and not living like a student. Of course, that's so exciting having that shift. But I knew deep down that there was something bigger. It was like I had this drive of natural motivation that kept me going and kept this, like I would describe it as a fire burning inside of me. Like my feeling, it was based off of a thought, of course, as all feelings are. And the thought was like, there's something big waiting for me. Like there's something bigger out there. I know I have this big purpose that I'm going to fulfill. And that thought carried on for a long time. Like, I still have that feeling. And I'm definitely living more into that now. But even back then, which is now 10 years ago, which is crazy to think about, but I had that feeling and I knew that it would be beyond the immediate life that I was living. Like, I didn't have any idea what it was. Like, let's not be fooled. I had no idea what that meant or how I would get there or what that even looked like. Like I never looked into my future in like a three-year or five-year or 10-year plan and was like, this is exactly my purpose and this is how I'm going to live. That was never a thing. But I just had this feeling. And I just knew deep down that even without any of the knowledge of how I was going to get there, what it was going to look like, I was going to find it. Like I just knew. It wasn't even a question. It was like a complete natural belief that like, nope, I have this feeling. I get up every day. Something is exciting. It's not what I'm doing, but I know there's something else. And like that gave me like motivation and drive. And even just like thinking about it now, like it fuels me to think about it like that. So I'm curious, like, do you feel like that? Do you feel like 
you know, you have this deep down feeling of a bigger purpose, or you know that there's like something else that you're meant to be doing. And if so, lean into that. Lean the fuck into that. Because when you explore that, and when you're truly passionate about doing or giving whatever it is that your purpose is or you're passionate about to the world, you begin to feel a sense of fulfillment. And obviously there's like so many other things that give us fulfillment. I'm not necessarily just talking about a career or a job. Like this could be if you're a parent and being the best parent ever is living into your purpose. That can absolutely be a thing. I'm just talking about, for me, it was in the view of like, a career, I guess. That's what it it felt like to me was something that I would be doing as a career. That would be my value and my purpose. And I always knew that. So anyways, the sense of fulfillment does not have to be, you know, from a career. So if you already love a career or the job or whatever it is that you're doing, and you're like, that's not where I feel like my fulfillment's coming from. So that doesn't necessarily resonate with me. Like, hear me out on this concept And you can apply it to whatever area that you are getting your fulfillment from. Like maybe it's just becoming a better person. Maybe it's being a better parent. Maybe it is in your career or your job. Or maybe you already have the job that you love or the career that you love, but you're not living into your potential within that job. Like maybe you're a manager and you just show up, punch in, and do the work that you need to do. But what could be more fulfilling to you is showing up and showing up as your best manager self. And whether it's for your own company or for someone else's company, being able to like manage a team and giving those other employees the best freaking experience that you could give and helping them grow and become more personally developed or career developed. Like whatever that means to you being fulfilled, That's what I'm talking about. But for me, my experience was career. So that's the way I'm going to explain it in this episode. But I don't want you to think that this doesn't apply to you if that's not necessarily the area that you get your fulfillment from. So you might not know what your purpose is at this point, and that's okay. Or you might already know what your purpose is, but you just need to take the next step and start living into that purpose. So going back to my experience, I want to highlight a few things. So I want to highlight first that I never put a timeline or restriction on finding what that purpose was. Like when I began to explore that feeling, I didn't know if it was going to take six months, one year, 10 years, 20 years. Like I didn't even think about that, not even once. Like I just had this feeling for so many years and it never stopped and i never i never stopped being open to finding what that meant and i think like looking back now obviously i'm looking at what this looks like now and i didn't think about it like this when i was actually experiencing that 10 years ago but i was willing to allow it to take as much time as i needed without shutting down the idea or like quitting on myself you never really know how long something will take. So when you put a limitation on it, it's essentially giving yourself a quit date ahead of time. 
right? Like the worst thing you can do to yourself is quit ahead of time because you didn't give yourself enough time. Like if you don't know how long something's going to take, then why are you going to put a limitation on that if the thing was actually going to take five years all along? You just didn't know that. So you put a three-year limit on it and then you quit after three years when if you just would have kept going for two more, you would have had the thing or you would have accomplished whatever it was. So that's like the worst thing you can do to yourself. So think about it this way. If you wanted to, let's say, find your soulmate and you said you're going to give it your freaking all for three months. Sorry, not three months is really not long enough to find your soulmate, let's be honest. Maybe, but mm, probably not. So for three years, if you didn't find that person, you're giving up. You're going to give up on the search so you don't waste more time. That's what you're willing to commit to, which there is no wrong answer to this, by the way. I just want to put things into perspective. But what if you had a fortune teller? We're just going to pretend like this fortune teller is completely legit and could actually see your future. And this lady told you that you'd find your soulmate in five and a half years. That's the answer. Five and a half years. You would for sure have your soulmate. Would you be willing to now commit this much time, energy, effort, whatever it is that it would take, knowing for sure that your efforts would in fact lead to the soulmate? Would you? Most of you are probably saying yes. Yes, absolutely. Because I know that I would be getting the thing. So of course it would be worth my time because I wouldn't be wasting my time, right? And that is the key to this whole example that I'm giving, right? Like if you knew that you would have the thing, then of course, because you know that you wouldn't be wasting your time. And that's what you'd be scared of, right? Like you don't want to commit five years of your life doing something that wasn't going to give you that result anyways, right? So what I want to offer you here is like, what if you were willing to have faith in the process and faith in yourself? That if you gave it your 100%, 110%, you were going to show up and you would do all of that without guaranteed results, you'd do it for as long as it takes. Like, what if you were to do that? What comes up for you? Because everything that comes up when I say that is what you need to lean into. Like, what are you scared of happening? What are you scared of wasting like your time? Like how is your time going to be wasted? Or like, how are you looking at that as something that you wouldn't be willing to do if you didn't know that it was for sure going to happen? Because my friends, if you were willing to have faith in the process and faith in yourself, even if you didn't get the exact result that you thought you wanted in the first place, think about the person that you'd become along the way. If you were to actually show up and commit and give your energy and your effort, like imagine who you would become in that process regardless of the outcome. And maybe by committing to the process of finding and living into your purpose, you find a different path that leads you to what your actual purpose is, or it leads you to an entirely new path or venture or opportunity that you wouldn't have even otherwise come across if you had quit the other journey after a certain amount of time that you had set before you even knew how long it was going to take anyways. Like, 
there's no way that you know, but by opening up that opportunity of trying something, you're opening up 6 billion other doors of opportunity just by doing that one thing. So you have to think bigger picture and outside of the box. Because when you think about wasting your time and not being willing to commit to like this small thing that might not work out, it's not just about that. That's why when you hear people say the cliche, it's not about the end result. Like we know that conceptually, that it's more about the process. You enjoy it. You have to do this and that. But like when you think about it like this, even though you know that in your mind, you're not actually living into it. You're not because you're so focused on getting that result that you're missing all of the opportunities that actually come up along the way. If you're so focused on getting that end result, you're missing the opportunities that might present themselves. You're missing challenges that are imperative to you actually growing and taking lessons from this that you could apply in other areas, right? Like there's so many other things that come along with that. So committing to the process and just having faith in that and in yourself and by just showing up and doing your best, you're never wasting your time. You're going to get answers and you're going to get data so that you can use that and then learn from it and then figure out the next steps. But you have to be willing to commit regardless of how long it takes. I mean, if you're willing to only give something a certain amount of time, and obviously there are certain things in life that you're not willing to give it more time than is necessary. Sometimes you have to know when to quit the thing. I'm not saying just commit to something and even though it's absolutely ridiculous and it's definitely not working and like there's really no use for it in your life that you just have to stay doing it. That's not the point here. You know, the point is if it is something meaningful to you, it's leaning into your purpose and finding out what that looks like. Don't put a limitation on that, right? So the other thing that I want to highlight is that you need to know what you think is fulfilling. And even more importantly, why you find that thing fulfilling. If you are currently waking up and you feel dread every day about going to work and dealing with all your responsibilities and doing what you have to do throughout the day, do you think that once you start living into your purpose, that everything is just rainbows and daisies and all the bad stuff just goes away? Like, do you think that's what the purpose is? And even if it's maybe not your purpose, but anything that you're trying to achieve, you think it's going to be better once you get there. That's why we we feel miserable a lot of the time with what we currently have is because we think that it's going to be so much better once we get X, Y, Z thing. But spoiler alert, it doesn't. The real reason that finding and living into your purpose is necessary and makes all the difference is because your immediate issues stay the same. You still deal with negativity and responsibilities that you don't necessarily feel like dealing with. But because your purpose is so much bigger than all of that, it does not create the feeling of dread or exhaustion in the bad way, overwhelm, misery, like whatever you feel now or whatever that negative, like heavy feeling is for you going into your day-to-day life. Like you wake up with that pep in your step and it's like the driving force that causes you to hop out of bed. Like not just, you know, 
peel yourself out of the bed and like crack your eyes open and wait for like the evil to slowly seep out of your body so that you can function as your normal human being self and go throughout your day. You don't feel like that, but it's actually like the thing that like you wake up and you're just like, fuck yeah, like let's go, let's get shit done. Like you actually enjoy the process and because you're doing that, the result ends up being fulfillment for yourself. And you end up getting the result anyways because you are living into that purpose and that fulfillment comes during. It's not the result that you get at the end. That's just like the cherry on top. So I want to leave you with some ideas and questions to ask yourself to help you find your purpose or to make some plans for how to move forward in living into your purpose. So if you were able to live your ideal lifestyle, including finances, what would you want to contribute to the world and what would you be doing with your time? Like how would you spend your time every day if you didn't have to worry about money or having the lifestyle that you wanted to live? What would you be doing? Do you dread going into your day and how do you feel about living your current life and responsibilities? Like what comes up for you? What is the emotion that you're experiencing on a regular basis? Like, do you wake up and you're like, ugh, life. Or are you waking up and you're like, hell yeah, I love this life. Like I can't wait to just live this day. Or are you waiting for the weekend and why? Look into that. That's gonna give you some really good information. If you could choose any life purpose or life in general, would you pick the one that you're currently living and why? That one is a freaking truth uncoverer right there. So look out for that one. And what do you enjoy doing? What makes you feel fulfilled? And how do you enjoy spending your time? Simple as that. All right, that's all I have for you today. I will see you back here next Friday.